Welcome to Elevate Podcast, the fastest way to elevate your life. Brought to you by elevatebooks.com. Hello and welcome to another one of our Elevate Podcast. My name is Benjamin J. Harvey, the Difference Maker Mentor. And once again, we have the pleasure of interviewing an international best-selling author from the Elevate series. Now, if you want to find out more about them or any of the other authors in the Elevate series, be sure to check out elevatebooks.com forward slash authors, where you'll actually find a bunch of additional information and plenty of highly valuable and free, that's free resources you can download immediately to further assist you in elevating all areas of your life. So today, we're speaking with Anna Hartman. Now, Anna is the owner and founder of Barefoot Whole Foods, and that's bear spelled B-E-A-R. This actually operates on the Gold Coast, and Anna is also a single mother of two beautiful daughters. Anna was juggling an online degree, a part-time night shift job, intensive CrossFit training, and sole parenting when a bad case of pneumonia brought everything to a grinding halt. After taking a closer look at her own nutritional health, as well as what she was putting in her children's lunchboxes, she decided to defer her studies and see where this little hobby, paleo business, would take her. The results of all Anna's hard work in the Barefoot Whole Foods has evolved into full-scale manufacturing operation, shipping approximately 1.2 tonne, that's 1.2 tonne of product around Australia each and every month. Anna feels her personal experiences put her in a good position to promote a healthy lifestyle to others and is now creating programs that will positively impact all aspects of a person's health. Her life purpose is to inspire people to be the best version of themselves. So please join me in welcoming to the show, Anna. Hello. Hi, Ben. It's great to be here. It's definitely been a journey that you've been on. You've done some incredible things, and the success of your business is is just remarkable. I mean, to see it go from strength to strength to the amount that you're shipping out the door every every month, I mean, this is remarkable success. And so there are listeners out there that maybe they've got a copy of your book in their hands, Elevate Your Success. Maybe they've read it. Maybe they haven't. Maybe they've been to uh, barefootwholefoods.com.au and checked out your, your resources, or they've gotten a copy of your free uh, report that you offer to people. But for the people out there who, who maybe haven't met you yet, can you just tell us a little bit more about why are you so passionate about success? Yeah, for sure. So everything that I've learned over the last, say, 25 years about success, regardless of what area of your life you want to apply it to, has a common thread, self-mastery. Um, we so often go seeking outside of ourselves, our goals and aspirations. And this might look like the merry-go-round of a nine-to-five job and all the daily habits we acquire that make up our routine life. One day you may wake up wondering, what if this life could be more, much more? That wondering didn't come from outside yourself. It came from within. So, you know, you could call it a little nudge, a small window of opportunity from the universe, God, the divine, a higher source, whatever you want to call it. But it's there and it's there for every single one of us. I believe that we're all born with infinite possibilities available to us to create a most extraordinary life. And sometimes we need a little nudge to steer us in the direction of our dreams. And for me, that nudge came from illness. 
stopping me dead in my tracks on one path and leading me down another path towards a different future. I also believe that in order to recognise these little windows of opportunity, we need to be taking that self-mastery as a pretty serious hobby. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's, yeah, it's this hobby then that will profoundly change your life and that merry-go-round you were so familiar with will eventually become nothing but a distant memory. Japan's greatest samurai, Miyamoto Musashi, said, there is nothing outside of yourself that can ever enable you to get better, stronger, richer, quicker or smarter. Everything is within. Everything exists. Seek nothing outside of yourself. Mastering yourself is probably the greatest challenge of all. It's not a destination, an end point or an arrival. It is a daily, weekly, monthly, lifetime pursuit. So, if mastering yourself is the greatest challenge, then the greatest rewards must be right on the other side of that. Uh, earlier last year in the US, I saw John Maxwell speak on stage, and I just love how he puts it. Everything worthwhile is uphill. So why do we conquer mountains? Because the view from up there is majestic, and it's the same with our life. I want to be able to look back on my life from that majestic viewpoint. Mm-hmm. I love it. So I guess what you're saying is success is not so much your external achievements. It's more of the inner game of, I guess, conquering your own internal mountains and mastering yourself at a deep level. Is that, is that really like your whole spin on success then? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I really love that. So, yeah, I, I really get a, a strong connection with what you're saying here because... I think that's really what, what people are trying to work out. I, you know, there's a great thing that Jim Rohn said. He says, set your goals not because of the goal, but because of who you become in order to achieve the goal. And I, I think uh, I think that's really what, you, what you're saying here from that perspective. I love it. So, so tell us. So I'm sitting at home. I'm listening in on this podcast right now. Uh, I know I'm listening in to Anna, who's a highly successful uh, business person creating incredible change in the health sector and obviously transforming people's lives through your, through your delicious food. And also all the other products that you provide and your courses. What, what's a what's a what's a first step they can take? Give, give us a tip that they can utilise that can get them right into that space of becoming successful in their own right. Well, you know there are so many many good ones that I'd like to share. But if I had to choose one tip, it would be to learn how to say no. And and this is related to the concept of, of value and in particular valuing yourself and your time. Uh, many of us are brought up by our parents and teachers to put other people's needs before our own, especially as daughters and mothers. And look, there's certainly a place for selflessness. We all want to be loved and accepted. And I think too often this translates into always saying yes to everyone. However, if you want to succeed at something, my advice would be to learn to say no. And you don't have to give a reason, just no with kindness and compassion. And this will create the valuable time that you require to dedicate to your success. It sets up your boundaries and focus, which are key ingredients for success, I believe. And once you've achieved your goal, imagine the time you may then have to dedicate to selfless projects 
as you'll be in a position to give back to society, to contribute to causes you're passionate about. Imagine that. Got it. So what you're saying is for the people out there learning how to say no, I mean, what's, what's the strategy around that? So things are coming towards me and, and, and how do I know what to say no to? Because I, I know a lot of people out there, because I'm a big believer in that, I, you know, I like to say that when you say no, you say yes to yourself. And I think, um, like I really resonate with what you're saying. So for the people out there who are trying to work out what do they say no to, how do you pick what, what you are meant to say no to? What's your process for that? Yeah, for sure. Um, look, if you if you if you're not sure if you feel like you're being put on the spot, then a good a good response would be, look, can I get back to you on that? And then you want to sit down and you want to prioritise what's important to you, where you want to spend your time, where you think your time is is best spent. Um, obviously, you know, with your family and work commitments. You know, there's, there's going to be priorities there. But if you're trying to create a different future and some some dreams that you that you want to create, then you want to be putting some time into that. So I think it's it's definitely about prioritising things that are are in your day or your week, and um, and going from there. So what else? So so the listeners out there, they they want to get started, what are some other quick wins they can get? So saying no, that's a brilliant first step to get back their time. <laughs> mm. Are there any other kinds of things that you would recommend people who are, who are wanting to, to get more success in their life? What, are, what other sorts of advice would you give them? Yeah, definitely. So I, um, I mentioned focus before as a key ingredient and I think it really comes down to knowing what you want um, and getting very clear on that first. And then what you can do is start to create some mindfulness um, with your goal setting and imagine the future that you want to create. And that includes your future self. So seeing yourself as a slightly different person, you know, and and spending some time focusing on, on that goal. So yourself, your future self, and also your future you know, dreams and aspirations um, and doing some intention setting around that on a regular basis. I, um, I do some, some amazing energetic work around that sort of um, concept and that's the stuff that I would be sharing in those programs we were talking about before. So goal setting, intention setting, focus, that's all around the same thing. Yeah, so I think, uh, I noticed in your chapter you do talk about a range of different <clears throat> mindset processes that do allow you to climb that mountain. And uh, one of them you mentioned quite fondly was this concept of, of EFT. So uh, what is it about that? What, what led you to that? Why is that thing that you, because you mentioned in your chapter a lot about you use it as a goal-setting uh, device or a goal-setting resource. Uh, so tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, definitely. So EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Technique and it's an energy psychology modality. Um, I think you'll probably hear many people talk about um, blocks in their life, you know, so things that are stopping them from, from moving forward. And when they start to talk like that, what's happened is they've started to recognise a pattern or different patterns in their life that they've become aware of that they realise are stopping them from 
moving forward, but they're not exactly sure how to change that. And EFT takes you into the subconscious mind where you can start to change decisions that you made as a as a child, say for example, uh, which as an adult today is stopping you from, from moving forward. So EFT is a process that can be used to clear blockages and patterns from the past and then inevitably that changes the future. But it can also be applied as a future goal setting technique as well. So yeah, it's it's pretty pretty phenomenal. Pretty I've seen some amazing transformations. I like it. So I know that a lot of people out there, they do want to obviously connect more deeply with you. And that website you got up is just brilliant, Barefoot. Mm-hmm. Again, for the, the listeners out there, it's spelled bear, B-E-A-R, foot, wholefoods.com.au. And right there, when I jumped on uh, a while back, there was, a, uh, there was this incredible report that people can download immediately, which is all about the top seven mistakes that people make when trying to lose weight or eat healthy. And I guess for the people out there, I really want to recommend that you go and check out this barefoothwholefoods.com.au website because the information that's contained in there that that Anna has put together really is quite remarkable. And I also know that there are people all over Australia and soon to be all over the world that are are consuming your delicious goodies on a daily basis. So so tell us, in all the years you've been doing this, what's like the most fascinating thing that maybe you've learnt about uh, food or production or things that we should be avoiding or what, what sort of advice could you give our listeners if we wanted to have a bit more of a healthier lifestyle whilst being successful? I think one of the biggest things, um, especially recently, and, and you know, look, we live in one of the countries where obesity and um, diabetes and all those kind of health issues are, are on the rise. Um, for me, it's it's been about really looking at food and and superfoods and functional foods. And what I mean by that is foods that are going to keep your glycemic index low, so that low low GI foods, so that it can sustain your energy levels throughout the day rather than spiking up and down, um, which isn't good for your insulin levels, and that's directly affects the diabetes Um, and carbs so carbs versus fat you know we all know proteins great for us but I think there's a lot of misinformation out there on carbs and fats and for whatever reason you know some of the experts may have have got it wrong over the last 30 40 years Um, but what I want to share with people about food and and health and this is you know for long-term health as well so all of those packaged products that you see in the supermarket shelves they're packed full of carbs and and sugars and they're processed refined sugars and there's a lot of research coming out um, at the moment that's linking neurological brain disorders like Alzheimer's, dementia and even autism with, you know, long-term use of these processed grains. Um, And then they also talk about fat and how our brains are, you know, 
I think it's like something like 70% fat and it is actually the preferred fuel for your metabolism. So not only are you able to lose weight quite easily by being on a high fat and good fat diet and low carb diet, uh, you're protecting your brain in the long term. So your cognitive function is going to be protected into your old age. So for me, that's massive and um, I'm just so excited to be able to be in that um, industry where I'm manufacturing foods where we use, you know, those ingredients, nuts and seeds, and, and we're not using processed sugars and carbs in our products. So people sitting out there, obviously everybody has potentially slightly different dietary needs and whatnot, but if I want to get on a healthy path, what's something I could take out and something I could put back? Like, like what do you generally recommend mm. uh, that, that, you know, even I could do starting today? What could I do differently that, that will start to show me some results in my health? Like, what, what the so, hell do you feel I could put in and what could I take yeah. out? Yeah, so I, I eat as many eggs and avocado in, in a day as I, as I like. Uh, there's no issue whatsoever with that and your olive oil and your coconut oil and even uh, for those that can tolerate dairy, butter as well. So all of those things that, you know, over the years we've heard good and bad things about eggs and butter and stuff like that. Um, and bread, I, I don't eat any bread. I don't, so if you can, if you can cut out bread and increase your, your good fats, your eggs and your, avocados and cooking with those those good oils and um, not with oils like canola oil and blended oils, then um, you're definitely taking a really great first step. Something I've noticed because uh, in the past you have spoiled me with some of your incredibly delicious treats. And when I bite into these things, uh, let's be honest, they taste just as delicious as all those processed sugars things. In fact, they taste more delicious. So I think uh, one of the things that, that you've exposed me to, Anna, I'm very grateful for, is that by moving away from these processed sugary style things, you can actually find things that are even, even more delicious. Because I think a lot of people are like, I don't want to give up the sweets, but the stuff you've given me, it tastes so sweet. I mean, how do you, how do you achieve that? What, what, what are you doing? Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know if I should be giving away all these uh, <laughs> secrets. <laughs> but um, look, there's, there's plenty of natural sweetness that you can add, you know, in the kitchen when you're cooking with your kids. And, you know, nature's sugar is the dates that we use in our energy balls. And, uh, yeah, maybe a little bit of, you know... Um, Raw honey, we chuck in a little bit of that. <laughs> and when you start, yeah, when you start to drop the processed sugars, then it takes a couple of weeks. Um, but you can actually, your taste buds change slightly, and and you can actually taste sweetness in in foods that you know, like healthy foods that you previously wouldn't have been able to taste. Yeah, so you, I guess you start to get back that ability to um, tune your body back into the natural sweetness and flavours that, that, that were already here before they got processed, which is kind of a cool thing. Yeah, I really love it. So are there any other tips or tricks or pieces of advice you'd love to share with our listeners? 
Uh, I think something I do mention in the book as well is um, if you're looking to to start a business or 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 change your life, uh, is you know a lot of your friends and family are going to see you start making these changes, you know, and because they're excited for you and they love you, they, they might want to also offer their opinion, um, which you would, you know, I would advise to graciously listen to. Um, but the only person at the end of the day that you want to be listening to is yourself because mm-hmm. you're stuck with you for your whole life and, you know, you want to be liking what you're hearing in your own mind and what's coming out of your own mouth. So I really think becoming best friends with yourself and um, one of my great mentors taught me that a couple of years ago. And um, yeah, I think it's really important. So, you know, be gracious, listen to what friends and family might be um, be offering, but um at the end of the day, you're the one that has the last say. Yeah, I think that's really important. I think as we grow up with our friends and our family, we, we develop this kind of loyalty and then we confuse loyalty for expertise. And I, I notice that a lot of people will go and get advice from people that are just not experts at what they do. And one thing I've definitely noticed about you, Anna, is that you, you do seek out experts. And, you know, you just mentioned at the beginning of this interview that you're already, you know, you're overlooking at other people's presentations, listening to John Maxwell speak and so on. You never stop immersing yourself or surrounding yourself with the right mentors. And I think that point's really relevant because a lot of listeners out there, they, uh, metaphorically speaking, they go and get advice about how to paint their house from a plumber or they get advice uh, on their plumbing from an artist. And, and, and this is what happens in life. And I think a lot of the time people do need to graciously listen to people's advice and be grateful for it, but certainly not to apply that advice unless that advice is coming from a, a very high level of expertise. Because I, I look at the success you've achieved uh, and I know that a lot of it was because you were willing to go out there and listen to mentors and get the best possible advice. So you know, I really love that advice that you're giving to the listeners out there. And, you know, just one more thing to add to that then is um, about a year ago, oh, it might have been longer than that, I had a, an intention to be part of a, a mastermind group, you know, in my own, my own business world, I guess. And my business partner and I, Luca, uh, we've just created that. So we have our own mastermind group where we meet, you know, once, once a week at the moment and everyone has different things to contribute, you know, to this group and we're all different and it's just an amazing space to be in. So that would be something else that I highly recommend. Got it. So joining a mastermind of some description. Mm. And I know you've got uh, some incredible programs on the horizon that are coming out as well that are going to start to help people move through uh, mindset challenges and, and be able to grow inside their success. And, and certainly from that perspective, uh, they'll also be able to network and, and create masterminds uh, in there as well. So you've definitely got a lot of things on the horizon, which is fantastic. So are there any final words, Anna, that you have for the listeners out there today? Uh, 
You know, it's funny. I um, it's very exciting times, you know, ahead for us now as we immerse ourselves in the superfoods and, and functional foods space. And I remember hearing on the radio a short time prior to starting the business that over the next 20 years, the industries to be in were health and, and IT. And I thought nothing of it at the time. But here we are. And out of all of the million bits of information that our brains process every second, why would I remember that one? You know, So synchronicity. Always be on the lookout for those small windows of opportunities and synchronicities. Got it. So just really be attuned to that because uh, on some level I think the universe is always speaking to us and it's our ability to perceive and, and uh, respond to that communication that allows us to get that success as well, which I think you've done remarkably well with Barefoot Whole Foods um, for sure. Look, I just want to thank you so much for being on the show today. I think... Uh, Listen, have gained some incredible information. We, we've, we've covered a range of topics. Uh, we started off by chatting about the whole idea that success really is an inner game of you mastering your own internal levels, climbing the mountains inside yourself. Uh, you also gave us some advice around different uh, strategies of living a healthier life. And we even touched on some of the, the different structures of what we can add and remove from our diet. So, so Anna, just, I want to just thank you so much for your time today and sharing your wisdom with us all here and also congratulate you on the success of your book and, more importantly, the success of your incredible business. So thank you so much for being here. Pleasure. Thank you, Ben. So, as always, if you'd like to hear any more uh, about uh, this author or any of the other authors, be sure to check out elevatebooks.com forward slash author. And I really want to um, thank you once again for your time. And always remember that giving yourself permission to do what you love, that really is the key to elevating all areas of your life. Until we meet again, share your light, live your love, and do whatever it takes to be your own best friend. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Elevate Podcast, the fastest way to elevate your life. For more information, visit www.elevatebooks.com.